0: If you are into sustainability and cannabis, this show is for you. Hi, I'm Benjamin Douglas Ray, the creator and host of Sustainable Cannabis TV, a daily 30-minute interview show focused on sustainable practices within the cannabis industry. Sustainable Cannabis TV is designed to give listeners in-depth insights, knowledge, and stories of industry professionals who are positive impacting the world and making a difference. This show is brought to you by my line of organic hemp CBD products called 8 Saints Brand. THC free creams, balms, and tinctures to ease joint pain, reduce anxiety, and help you sleep better. Check them out at 8SaintsBrand.com. It's uh, Benjamin Douglas Ray with another edition of Sustainable Cannabis TV. This show is brought to you by BuzzFeed, LinkedIn for Leaders Online, and Eight Saints brand uh, line of organic hemp high elevation Colorado uh, pain relievers, balms, tinctures, and creams. So I'm here with Michael Box of Sustainable Village. How are you doing today?
1: Uh, great. It's uh, great to be here.
0: Good. You know, I appreciate you coming on the show. And you're over in boulder so not too far away from me did you guys get any snow today
1: uh no uh it's a little bit higher up in the hills there are i'm actually home today i'm got the got the kids bedroom in the background here and we're it's my my off my covet office um, there you go I'm up yeah. in the mountains, a little bit above boulder but no no snow yet all right yeah, yeah. we were supposed to
0: get some last night but uh, another beautiful day here in colorado yeah. Well, so Michael, tell tell us a bit about, you know, your background, how you got to, you know, where you are today, uh, and then a little bit about the um, Sustainable Village, kind of how it was founded, and then we'll get into kind of what you're working on now.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, let's see. Well, uh, I, I've been working in agriculture for, um, you know, maybe 20, 22 years, something like that, since I was a teenager. Um back on the east coast and have been in boulder area for probably the past 20 years or so um run some market gardens like organic farms csa's that sort of thing uh throughout the years and among other stuff too but have always had a hand in that world um and then been really involved in the cannabis scene for you know maybe the past 12 years um, ran a cultivation center for a bit and, um, but really the, the, the thread throughout a lot of that has been uh, irrigation. I've always mm. been interested in uh, agricultural irrigation mm. and, um, you know, worked as uh, in my own business doing irrigation, you know, design installation for quite a while um, mostly just drip irrigation for um, different, all kinds of projects, orchards and farms and things like that. Um, I've been involved with uh, the permaculture world. Um, I've done. The, you know, I did my permaculture training probably a dozen years ago. Um, and well, lots of things. You know, I've traveled a bunch and did uh, <laughs> had some kids. That's your, um, your helper. Yeah. Your that
0: that's your intern, right? As I say. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, and um, so that's been that's been. A really 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 brief uh, overview of of some of the stuff i've been up to the last few years i've been working as the lead designer and and kind of operations director for <laughs> sustainable village um which uh, which is a company here in boulder that i've been again off and on involved with for about the past 15 years but really full time with for the last three mm-hmm. and, yeah 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 it's the busy home life here. Any,
0: any any projects that she can work on? Any uh any <laughs> any irrigation projects?
1: No, she's a little disorganized. <laughs> I'm calling her the reverse Roomba recently. She just sort of goes around and <laughs> uncleans things. So <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. No, but I, I have two older boys too and they help out a lot. Um, there you go. with a lot of work we do around. We up a we we have a place up in um like I said, in a small mountain town above Boulder and we've got a pretty cool setup here with passive solar house and a bunch of greenhouses and it's kind of a little permaculture mm-hmm. farm installation kind of constant living project. So. so you're
0: real you are really living the sustainable life, not just working at a place that does sustainable practices.
1: Well, as best as you can, you know, in the modern well, maybe not as best as I can, but I, I try I try and uh, we try as a family to do that for sure.
0: No. Oh, that's great. Well, tell us about Sustainable Village. You know, I think I, I saw on the website it was founded in 1967, um, you know, and, and has done a lot of work around the world. First, tell us about that, that part of, you know, kind of the past. Uh, and then I'd like to, to know really about what you're doing there with your, uh, you know, your blow mats and your irrigation. But, but tell me first about the history. I mean, that's a long time to, uh, to have the vision to look forward here to, to where we are today with sustainability.
1: Yeah, sure. So sustainable village itself as like a, a company, like, a, um, was, wasn't founded until 1999, I believe, or 2000. Um, but the owner, uh, Steve Troy has, has had kind of a long history in that world of, of sustainability, um, which, you know, from a business point of view kind of spans back till like 71, 72 in, um, up in Humboldt County, like in Southern Humboldt County in Garberville, um, there was, a, a store that he was a, a part owner of for, for a bit, um, called, uh, uh, open circle and they, uh, were kind of a health food store, general store. And I don't know if you know much about that area of the world, but it, you know, in the early seventies, there was a lot of kind of back to the land, like early kind of hippie type movements that were, um, coming into that place and that space. And a lot of them were starting to grow weed and they didn't really have a lot of resources for where to buy the supplies they needed. Um, so on top of, you know, selling granola and, you know, Dr. Bronner's and stuff like that, they, they started bringing in, you know, rock phosphate and chicken wire and bamboo steaks and kind of these really basic, uh, products and became this sort of early proto, you know, gross store. Mm. Oh, really. It was probably the first store in that, area if not most of the country that was like kind of catering towards marijuana farmers hmm. um, early 70s you know openly um and then that evolved he started a new company there was another company called real goods i don't know if you've heard of that um that was a uh, focused mostly on solar and hmm. appropriate technologies and then there was kind of a sister company to that called jade mountain that was based out of boulder more um and again appropriate technologies you know uh sustainable living products um uh, you know, that, that, that type of thing, you know, they used to have a catalog that was like, you know, an inch and a half thick with hmm. 20,000 different products from a million different sources. And, um, those companies both got bought up by uh guy. am it's hmm. a big solar company among yeah. things in 99. Hmm. And then, um, you know, Steve, uh, the real entrepreneur, great guy. And, I think he got a little bored with uh with not having a business to run so that's when sustainable village got fired up and um you know that there was a there was a long period about five years where he, where he had there's a non-compete in place between uh, with from with guyan so he could not sell any of these same kind of products or anything in the us so there's then then the focus shifted towards the developing world um where, where we still were allowed to do business and and did that for uh, you know, five, six years until that uh, non-compete expired. And then we, uh, you know, yeah. we're able to kind of liven up the business a little bit here in, in the States um, that uh, it, it's really been, I would say the last five, seven years that that sustainable village has actually been more of a um, real active business. Like we're doing a lot doing more sales and particularly the last three four years have been a tremendous sales growth, um, mostly because we've really honed in our our the irrigation systems that we design, and they've become incredibly popular with uh, cannabis farmers and but other folks as well. So
0: so so do you, you saw an uptick once we went rec, and a lot more licenses started to be you know uh, available, and then a lot of people just took on your systems.
1: Yeah, so interestingly enough when that that sale to guy am happened um, they took the whole product line like hey we bought all these you know we're gonna but one thing they didn't care to, to take on with them was uh, were these irrigation uh, sensors called blue mats hmm. uh, so they didn't they didn't want that and so stable village got to keep that um, keep that product and <clears throat> the uh, uh, and so we've been selling them and they were really popular kind of in the like private black market, you know, private market kind of stuff uh, for a long time. Um, growers and, and you know, people would buy them for different things. And then, yeah, as like, you know, the medical stuff came online and the rec came online. Obviously, there's more and more growers out there at that point. Mm-hmm. And, and we can be more open about um, talking to them and, and, and building systems that meet their needs. That right. sort of thing. Um, and, and, getting really specific with that. And, and now we're at this point, as I'm sure you're aware, like where the science of cannabis cultivation has, has um, you know, exploded with yeah. information and new techniques and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah. And so I would say, yeah, in the last uh, five to seven years, that's when we've seen a lot of our growth, um, especially in that cannabis world. Um, we have some products that are focused mostly on, uh, uh, like house plants and um, kind of for like home use, and they're, they're really simple and they they um, they're great. We sell a lot of those, but but the the real fun stuff, the creative part, and the the part that's really constantly expanding and developing, is the way we we design our blue mat irrigation systems.
0: Well, let's talk about those then. I mean, I, it's it's pretty cool, you know, from what I've seen, and as we were talking earlier, you showed me. You know, one of them, and, and did a little reading on it. Yeah. Well, so let's uh, let's get into why they're better, what they are, and how
1: they work. Yeah. So this is a this is a BlueMat uh, sensor. We call them carrots. We call it. This is the BlueMat carrot. You know, they're, they're a really simple device. It's like a, a ceramic cone, and there's a screw cap on top here. Just pulled this one out of my garage. It's still got a little water in it, um, but uh, they're just these little caps with a top on it and there's this line uh, that goes through the top here too. This is like three millimeter silicon line. Now, the way these work is one side of this line is hooked up to a constant pressure supply source. Uh, so, you know, this'll this will T into like a, a larger supply line that's under constant pressure. So say um, 15 PSI, that's our max pressure. And then this actually operates as a valve. So this is a, it's an on-off valve right here, a little pinch valve. And it's controlled by the water pressure inside of this carrot. So this carrot's filled with water. It's buried in the soil up to here. As the soil dries out, it dries out the ceramic tip, which pulls a small amount of water into the ceramic cone itself, which creates a negative pressure. And then that negative pressure pulls on a little membrane inside there. So that and that pulls down this, this little pinch valve and opens it and lets water uh, flow out. And it can either just drip right out near the carrot or it can go through a series of distribution drippers where we have a soaker hose and it's made out of Tyvek. It's a really cool product that um, we can put a couple hundred feet of downstream mm-hmm. of these. Oh. So, so as the soil dries out, the water uh, turns on rehydrates the soil to the level that you've dialed it in at. And there's a little dial on top to get your moisture level, right? And then as soon as it hits that level, uh, the cone rehydrates and the valve closes and it shuts off. So it's, it's a system that's like under constant pressure, it's constantly working and it works. uh, It only waters as the plant uses water or, you know, you have evaporation transpiration um, happening. And the end result is you're able to maintain these very, very static moisture levels in the soil. So you don't have these kind of like wet, dry, wet, dry um, cycles, which if you're relying, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why it's beneficial, but um, Particularly, the growers that are are relying on the soil biology to um, you know do what they want to do. If, you know whether it's you know all these beneficial bacteria and fungi in the soil, they all have these particular kind of zones of operation, right? Like, um, if it gets too dry, it's gonna they're gonna go dormant. If it gets too wet, they're gonna go dormant. But if you keep their environment in this sort of hydro neutral state, you know, like a Goldilocks zone, not too dry, not too wet, Mm -hmm. they're able to reproduce and, you know, whatever their job is, whether it's solubilizing phosphorus or transferring nutrients or fixing nitrogen out of the air, whatever that job is, they're doing it 24 hours a day. And that increase in productivity among the biology of the soil has a very direct translation into increased plant health and plant yield. And we're seeing, um, independent, uh, groups starting to do, um, controlled studies where they're, where they're actually doing, you know, side by side comparisons between hand watering and, and, and blue mats. And just like I mean, the results, and these are PhDs that are doing the, uh, programs and they're seeing, you know, uh, 18, 20% increase in yields, like pretty standard. And, and that's anecdotally the kind of response we often get from a lot of our, um, from our clients.
0: Oh, and that's a, that's huge, you know, really to see that. I mean, it'd be interesting if you have any, uh, you know, any data, any studies that you could post after this that really, you know, talk about that stuff. Cause that, that, I mean, that's huge growth right there.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's some folks up in uh, Seattle, uh, Tad Hussey and Ben Higgins uh, with Kiss Organics. Um, they just came out with a a white paper that they uh, are publishing, uh, Ben's a PhD research scientist and, um, they uh, so that's on the Kiss Organics website. If people haven't seen that, uh, K I S Organics, keep it simple. Um, we can I can find a link later if you'd like.
0: Yeah, you bet. Cool, thank you. Um, so, what other you know what other uh, things are sold there at uh, Sustainable Village? You know to go along with this, or is that really the premier kind of product now?
1: Well, you know this this particular product here right now. So these are this this uh, the Blue Mat, Blue Mat's an an Austrian brand. It's, and this, so these are manufactured in Austria. Uh, Sustainable Village has the exclusive import rights for all blue mat products for the U.S. So, you know, all the blue mats that are sold in the U.S. come through our factory or through our warehouse one way or another. Um, but that's just one component in the systems. We also have taken, taken this valve, the sensor valve, and incorporated it into much larger systems than these were initially intended for. So in Europe, they're like mostly like little rooftop gardens or or house plants and, and, you know, the decorative stuff um, the that we were able to put it into these larger scale systems. And now we have, I mean, we just have hundreds and hundreds of commercial systems all over the U S and Canada that are, that are using these. Um, we needed a lot of different products to make that happen. Mm. So we've taken, we've taken products from a bunch of different countries and we've sourced them and from all, all over the place and, um, and, and built these kind of, you know, integrated systems that, that will, will, take care of, you know, 10,000 square feet of canopy or, or whatever, you know, people need. So, you know, there's, there's the blue mats there's all the many, many, many components and parts and pieces that go with that. Um, we also do some stuff in more traditional drip irrigation for like ag style, uh, irrigation. So we do a lot of our, a lot of those clients are hemp farmers these, these days, but, um, uh, you know, we work with a lot of large, like permaculture installations as well, where we do kind of specialized, you know, kind of boutique irrigation engineering and design. Um, so uh, irrigation is a huge part of, um, of what we're doing <laughs> and, um, yeah, but we also have uh, a number of sustainable living products. We do like, uh, composting toilets and gray water diversion systems, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah,
1: okay. Um and let's see. Yeah, that's kind of the main thing. We you know what another thing we carry a lot of is uh fabric raised beds, uh, grassroots grassroots fabric pots. They make these tremendous uh fabric raised beds with this living soil liner in them. Um that's a product that we sell uh, a lot of We're, the, kind of the largest distributor of grassroots products and we um so we can get those custom made to any size so i'm not sure if you've ever seen them they're the ones that are usually tan and they have like pvc fittings yeah. that, that have yeah. integrated terrace it, uh, trellising with them um so we can that's like a perfect combo of that that product with like our blue mat systems and like a living soil style grow is just um yeah you know it's a, it's a real home run it's awesome
0: yeah. what um what do you uh mean what are the projects that you're looking toward in the future working on
1: yeah well we are definitely looking forward uh into the future here and um you know taking some of the the success we've had as you know with the with the blue mats and and just expanding that as much as possible um and and getting these systems out there to as many people as possible and that's there's a lot of kind of scaling up that goes along with that on the fulfillment side of the business. We've, we've hired a lot of new people. I've got a great team of designers working for me now. So there's the whole business kind of expansion part that's uh, gradually or maybe not so gradually sometimes happening. And um, but we're also, you know, wanting to live up to the name of the company. Um, And a lot of our focus right now is on, um, kind of the the various urban gardens out there in different yeah, places. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're kind of starting this project right now of of beginning to network with um, urban farms. You know, the uh, roof like rooftop garden. You know, installers or enthusiasts that sort of thing, um, and then of course like the hundreds and hundreds of of, of community gardens that are in all, in the U- cities all over the U.S. And you know, just really wanting to help kind of s- build and strengthen a network between those types of uh, uh, growers mm-hmm. and and be a resource for them as well. Um, you know we I mean obviously we could be a supply as a resource as as far as irrigation supply, but but more so, we're looking to be more of a social resource um, and, and and helping to kind of build that community out. so that's a that's a that's a project we're kind of leaning into more and more as we're um, as we're, as we have time and, and, and as we, you know, have some bandwidth to to do it. But I think it's really important, you know, with, with some of the, you know, you know I try to be optimistic about the political scene in, in the, um, in the country right now. And, and hopefully, you know, with like new administration, maybe new, some new priorities, we'll see some more funding and um, resources put towards, the. Uh, and sustainability in general you know like if there were a green new deal like we'd love to help you know, be a, a, a company that um, you know helps uh, promote or support whatever is is in that um, so there there's some kind of long-term goals that we're thinking about but we really you know it's 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 a ton of fun we I love working with uh, uh, the cannabis world and and just in farmers and growers of all sorts and and but we also want to um, you know, do our part to, you know, one, create like sustainable, jo- like jobs for people doing meaningful yeah. work. Um, and then also uh, have the work itself be of benefit to to the planet.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're doing doing all the right things, right direction, and certainly the right time. You know, you'd mentioned hemp hemp farms, that you're seeing a lot of these in hemp. And do they, you know, is there is there a different use for hemp uh, versus uh, cannabis THC plants
1: or not? you mean as far as from the irrigation point yeah. of view? Mhm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so that's going to depend on what people are growing their hemp for. So if they're doing like a craft flower, like a smokable flower or something, we're going to treat that really very similar to the cannabis plants. We're going to, you know, grow these beautiful plants that are terpene rich and and have, you know, uh, big fat lush flowers on them. Um, you know, if, and those are, and a lot of times people do that in greenhouses and like raised beds with specialty, you know, soils, and and they'll put all the same resources that they put into, to marijuana into, um, into these hemp plants. And then, and, and those are, those are really awesome things. But then if you get into like, there's a whole other scale above that where it's like multi-acre projects, right. And it's, uh, it's more like row crop, um, style growing. So people are planting directly into native soils, um, they're, you know, maybe using like a plastic mulch or not. And then, and then that's all, yeah, that's traditional drip irrigation. So that's kind of, those kind of situations will, you know, we design complete packages for people. Like, so if you have a farm right now that you want to grow hemp on this season, you can get in touch with us and we'll, you know, we'll have a engineered design for the whole farm as far as the, the irrigation part goes. and And you really need that when you get big, you know, bigger than an acre or two, because you're going to, it's very easy to screw it up. Um, and then we'll provide like appropriate size pumping, uh, we have pumps, filtration, all the mainline supply. Um, you know, there's, there's so many parts and pieces that go into it, all the different air vents and pressure relief valves and pressure reducers and, you know, headers and subheaders and all these pieces. And we'll have this beautifully designed, uh, system. And then we'll supply all the parts and pieces, like every single thing you could need for it. And then, you know, we have some installers that we kind of work closely with too. So, not there outside of our company, but we can recommend people that can even, <clears throat> you know, they could take a, a blank piece of land and, and we can turn it into a you know pretty functional farm very quickly.
0: Well, wow, that's great, great resource. You know, super good information too. Um, well, how can people get a hold of you specifically if they have more questions? And then, really, what's the the website address uh, for Sustainable Village?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, if they if they want to get in touch with us or with me, uh, you can write to info at sustainablevillage.com, info at sustainable village.com. and um, sustainable village.com. That's our, that's our website. Um, you know, there's uh, some information there. It's an e-commerce store too. So all the uh, products are there as well. Um, we've got, there, there's kind of a cool website that we've, we've built. It has, it's not like fully up and running. I mean, it, it's, it needs some polishing, but if you guys, if anybody's like a blue mat enthusiast or whatever, and they want to check it out, it's just irrigation dot equipment. That's the, that's the full URL. Um, so dot equipment is the, um, domain irrigation dot equipment. There's a ton of articles like how to, for blue mat systems and, and irrigation systems in general. Um, you know, frequently asked questions, that sort of stuff. So it's kind of a cool site and most people haven't seen it yet. And then on Instagram, if you want to check us out, um, two primary sites. One is uh, at Sustainable Village. And then for uh, folks that want to, we put all our, our weed stuff on a different one. So we have a one that has that and one that doesn't. And so Blue Mat Watering Systems, B-L-U-M-A-T Watering Systems uh, is, a, is a pretty cool uh, Instagram page you guys might want to check out as well.
0: Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, what, uh, you know, what are you excited about working on? You know, I know business has changed a little bit with COVID, you know, but you said you're still able to maintain, you know, that the, you're open some. So what specifically are you excited about this year working on yourself?
1: Yeah. So. Well, one of the things is um, so down in Boulder, we have uh, we've got a large warehouse where we do all our shipping and receiving from. And then we have a, a pretty cool office space. That we've um, we've actually had it for about a year, and it's this last year has been really difficult to populate a newly leased office. Um, but uh, you know we've been using it somewhat, and it's 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 cool space. We we're turning into um, uh, kind of a showroom with a, a lot of uh, like live water systems. We've got some raised beds inside there. We've got lots of plants and different things, and we've been we're kind of using it to shoot some content and and uh, but. For the most part, I'm really I, I am looking forward to getting that that whole area dialed in to have a um, a place where people can come physically look at look at our systems um, if they're on the front range of Colorado, and uh, you know working with you know seeing getting getting out and about around the country will be nice. Yeah. As well, uh, at some point here, we used to do I used to do a lot of trade shows and farm visits and things like that, and um, you know I haven't been I was I went to Southern Humboldt last January. For this regenerative ag conference. And uh, that was right at the end of January, or early, early February. And it's right about this time last year. And I've I have not been on a plane since or done anything. And it's you know, I do love my family and love being with them. But it's it's nice to get out and about and, and roam around a little too. So
0: yeah. Yeah. I think it it's it's all going to come back. It'll it'll come back eventually. And we're learning new ways to work in the meantime. So well, I appreciate your time, and good luck with the new uh, showroom. I'll come up and look at that when you
1: guys are oh, yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, just get in touch with me. I'd love you to come up and, and say hi.
0: Yeah, sounds good. All yeah. right, Michael. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, take care.